And we are back again. The azaleas keep blooming. They mm-hmm. won't stop. Um, <laughs> Nance, last night, Maddie, I don't know if you watched UConn um, <laughs> take on the finals, but when he just said, thank you for being my friend. I, I will tell you that I did not watch because we recorded, obviously, with America's Best Friend for a little bit. And then I, I caught the end, and I knew that game wasn't going to be close, and there wasn't a whole lot of fun live action. So I waited, and I specifically waited. I checked back in with, like, three minutes to play because I wanted to see that moment and then picture you watching it. Did oh. you te- did you tear up? Did you was, did you do anything with your body to, like, pretend you were there with Jim for that moment? Goosebumps on your goosebumps. Friends. There were no tears. Okay. Um, I needed to get like a glass of water, just getting uh-huh. choked up, but no get tears. Get up and could compose yourself a oh, little bit. Yeah. And then I thought about like, um, <laughs> so all the fun watches, times you're going to have later on in the football season. Yeah. Well, my wife watches the golden girls often at night and it's like, thank you for being a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that's basically what Jim Dance said. And he I ripped them off. Of it. <laughs> so were you, were you just trolling Nina with that phrase all night I long? I yeah. was like, okay, who did it better? Uh, okay. Blanche or or Jim. All right. That's a nice outcome. I like that. Yeah. I was thinking my, my very, the very first and only thought I had when that was happening was I wonder what Gibby's doing with his body right now, just in general, <laughs> how is it moving? What's it doing? So I was happy for that. That was the highlight of the night for me, for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I, you know what I'm more appreciative of is uh, we've got two amazing guests. We're continuing on with our master's week theme. Yep. Um, we've got Bud Copeland. Welcome back, Bud. Bud. Uh, Maddie just called Jim Nance a fraud. He just no, he, no, he threw no, some, no, he, no. I would never do that. Context in front you of you. Better Jimmy. you better you better figure that out real quick. All I heard was you throwing shade at Jim. Gibby would have canceled. He would have turned this all off. This would have yeah, been we would have had to restart the whole uh-huh, show. Uh-huh. We would have fired it. Yeah, that's fair. No, I'm good. I'm over here elbow deep in the VRBO stories about Augusta. And actually, oh. a buddy of mine's a lawyer down there, and he's at Lake Oconee because I think his house is one of these not being featured, but he rents it out every year to go up and uh, like passes on master's tickets and shit like that. So uh, I'm good, man. Since we've seen each other, I've been doing the conference scene. Uh, I chatted with our other guests. I'll pass the talking stick in a minute, Nate, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I've been looking forward to this. I've had this date circled since, uh, since we've met. So thank you so much for bringing me aboard for this part of the journey. Well, we need it. We need it. Um, you know, and our listeners need it and they wanted it back. Nate, um, we are thrilled to have you on, CEO, founder of Acorn Hills. Um, Carol, tell us a little bit about your story. You're a college student. You were telling me, like, you started the business club. You're also a collegiate <laughs> athlete. Like, do you have a second to breathe? Like, tell me a little bit about the yeah. story about Acorn Hills. Uh, I, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I just appreciate you guys having me on. Like Bud said, ever since we all kind of met, I've had this date circled on my calendar as well. But uh, a little bit about Acorn Hills is I am 20 years old. Like you said, I'm a full-time college student, full-time collegiate athlete playing men's golf here. And, you know, I always being from, I'm from rural Pennsylvania and uh, I always was obsessed with the outdoors growing up, obsessed with clothing. And I thought, you know what, why not combine the two? And uh, sure enough, you know, for years I thought, well, you know, I would never do it. And then finally this, this springs there, I guess, fall semester for now, my semesters run into each other. But uh, I launched launched it in 2023, and it's been great. And you know, I I'm kind of doing something different than other clothing brands. I had the plantable hang tag on the clothing, and now the, an article went out by me or by USA Today, and gained some support from the Weather Channel, and I'll be on the Weather Channel April 12th. So, and Love yeah, it. so yeah, so it's some crazy stuff. But 
I love it. That's I awesome. I think man. when we spoke a few weeks ago, Nate, we were talking a little bit about, hey, this show, it might only get tens of listeners, but yeah. we've launched some real stardom here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, Merrimack basketball wins the NEC after they come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good things generally tend to happen well, on hey, heels. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> and you know, I'm just, I'm just having fun with it as I go. It started out as a hobby, and now it's kind of getting scaled into a small little startup, and still trying to balance all my classes and sports and everything like that. So, just very, very fortunate. So before we dive into the Masters a little bit, I'd love to talk a little bit about like the collegiate golf experience, like what, you know, um, what does it look like? Are you playing full tournaments? And I I don't know a lot about collegiate golf. Are you playing like Thursday through Sunday, like you see in the the pros? How does that look? Yeah. So, you know, coming out of high school, I I had a couple of division one offers, small division one, nothing crazy, Uh, a couple of division two offers. And I had, you know, a kind of pick a division three if I wanted to. And I wanted to stay close to home, so I'd opted for Division Three. And when I opted for Division Three, the school I'm at right now, Mount Aloysius College, is about an hour from my house, so it's not real far, but close enough if I want to go home. Or, but just you know, far, far enough, just far enough, enough if I just want to stay. Your parents at bay. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So then, college golf became this idea of, you know, in high school, I kind of took it as a job. So, but but in college for me, like I was telling Bud, it's, it's almost like this reverse effect where. I'm kind of, it's almost like a hobby for me now. I'm, you know, my scores reflect that. I've seen that now that I don't put pressure on myself, really, really play well. And uh, I can't, can't complain about that. But, you know, my tournaments, I have two seasons. I have a fall and spring season. And usually we'll play about a one, one day tournament or, you know, a couple two day tournaments as well. So I know in the spring here, I, I have a tournament the 10th. Then I have a two day in Ohio, 15th and 16th. Then I have one back here the 20th. So it's, it's great. You know, there's a lot of times, especially at this division of like division three level, uh, guys, games are very sporadic. So you might have a guy who can ball the ball three thirty, carry it three thirty, uh, but can't pot worth anything. And, or, or vice versa. You have me, someone who has a, has a short game and cannot hit the ball whatsoever off the tee. I'm maybe, maybe two fifty, two sixty carry. And it's like, that's not enough to compete, especially if there's long ball hitters. But uh, it's been great. I, I've, I've enjoyed college golf a hundred and you know thousand percent more than I ever did high school golf. I never th- I enjoyed high school golf crazy, crazy. So, but yeah, it's it's eventful. It's great, and you meet a lot of good people too. You know, even in high school golf, you meet a lot of great people. Just regular golf itself. But yeah, um, of course. Said- when you said you <laughs> 250, I was like, that's that's the moment when I hit 250 in the fairway at the same time um, <laughs> that I'm throwing my club up in excitement. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I, it's it's funny because my, my freshman year, uh, I think I led the whole conference. And like I averaged 24 and a half plus or something for 18. I love but my that. drive. My, my driving percentage was awful. It, it was like it was like I was dead last. So I didn't miss many fairways, but I sure as heck. Sure as heck wasn't uh, making a lot of pars and birdies. Strokes gained in all the right spots, though. People, I like still even so. I think I was saying this to Gibby. We just got back from a golf trip, and you know everybody. Even you watch these pros; they're spraying the ball all over the place. Amateurs, oh, yeah. we spray the ball all over. But if you can get the ball up towards the surface and just make a bogey and get out of there, you do. You can just limit so much damage. And oh yeah, it's hard I, if you don't. And I think you know. I think that's a common misconception too, Matt. It's like. One of the guys I've talked to on on the other 
Acorn Hills. He's a his name is Max Kettler. He's a plus nine handicap, yep. and yet he he didn't have enough to go pro. So that's just that's just crazy. I mean, he played for Virginia Tech, and uh, now he's the head pro at Dallas Dallas Cowboy Golf Club in Texas. But it's just plus nine, and then you you know that's just a whole other tier of player. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. But like I was nuts. telling Bud, like I was telling Bud too, there's a lot of big fish trying to be in a small pond too at this level where they'll yeah. drop down from a small division one to try and clean up. So your top 10 players are, are pretty much studs and uh, there's no other way around it to crack the top 10 where you're doing something. Well, it's, it's, it's one of the only sports too. We talk about this a lot where the amount of guys quote unquote, that quote unquote, make it is there's not, there's not a team. Like you're not on a team of like 52 yeah. something football players or like a basketball team where everybody contributes and you yeah. get to share a little bit of that glory. Like, yeah, it's all you, you're one, you're a team outside of like a Ryder cup format, but it's tough. It's, there's not a lot of spots. You're right. There's, there's not yeah. a lot of spots and there's a lot of people who would love to do it. So it's tough. Yeah, you know, and a lot of times the kids have like, I'm not like saying I'm the best collegiate golfer by all means. I'm not, but a lot of these people, you know, they have the game. They just lack it right here. And yeah. uh, usually, usually, usually those upper levels have it right here. So that's yeah, exactly what Bud was saying. Like on the last show, Bud, you were talking about, and I, I'm curious if you think this has contributed to Nate's game. Like there's a lot more balance. It seems like going on, he's doing a lot of different things and his scores are improving because like, it's not that like he's dialed in, but it's not like, you know, this, this hyper, um, yeah. uh, you know, honestly, when I go out there, I have one shot in mind and then my, my mind's, probably about as far away from golf when I'm playing it as, as possible. So that's probably, you know, I'm, I don't know. There's a couple of things there. First of all, I don't know if you heard the story about Tony Fina when he talks about playing with Tiger in the final round a couple of years ago and no. they get to, <clears throat> and they get to maybe hole seven or eight. And he said, we hadn't said anything to each other since, you know, good luck on the first tee. And we leave the tee box together. We're shoulder to shoulder. And I figure, you know, I better say something, say hi or whatever. So I just say, you know, hi, Tucker. How, how's the kids? So he looked over at me stone cold and just said, good. And then he sped up a little bit and kept on walking. He goes, didn't say another word to me until congratulations and all the hugs on the 18th green. He's <laughs> like, and I got to see what it was like to kind of get oh, into that spot. It, I mean, people talk about like Mamba mentality, you know, Kobe, mm-hmm. they would go to those places where it was just different. And actually earlier today on the golf channel, because yeah, Maddie, I've been <clears throat> I've been DVRing and w- watching, rewatching, taking notes and everything on the Golf oh, yeah. Central live from the Masters already. And they were doing a segment earlier uh and referencing Bob Rotella, the 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 famous head doctor in the 80s and 90s who kind of really exposed the game of mental toughness and strength to to the golf world. And yep. he was playing with a he was walking around with Brad Faxon, one of the best putters known to mankind. And yep. I can't remember the name of the other dude, but he was basically you could just smack it off the tee, you know, Rory like it was like that was his power. And inversely, they both struggled with the other part of the game. And so about halfway through this practice round, you know, they're making the turn and Bob says, you know, Jack, we're going to call him Jack. Jack, what do you think about when you're hitting a tee shot? He goes, nothing. He goes, Brad, what do you think about when you're putting? He goes, nothing. And then he just let that hang out there for a while. And it's because there it is. Like if you're not, if you're not actively focused, Justin, Justin Thomas earlier today in his, in his press conference, he talked about how his preparation for the masters has changed over the years. He goes, cause once you get ready, he goes, I know this course in and out. I know how to attack it. I know where the pins are. I know how the weather affects it. He goes, once I get there, he's like, it's not, it's not like spending an extra hour at that place is, is going to, is going to hurt or is going to help. He's like, so it's just every year that comes up, it, it doesn't take me as long to get there. So I don't yeah. need to press any harder. 
He's like, cause that can just absolutely, you know, do it in. And I love Rory's talk earlier about, I have all the ingredients. I know how to make the pie. I just got to put it all together and put it in the oven. Yeah. But he did it in that, that manner of like, but everybody knows the analogy because in cooking, you, you know, you might know it all, you might have it all in front of you, but putting it all together is actually the secret and, you know, takes a pro to do it. So absolutely it's all upstairs. Yeah. And that's why I think Tigro, even, uh, even though he's got, he's got maybe mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, he was saying, I don't know how many more of these I have left. Yeah. I think he could still win. This is why it's one of those. Really? Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think he could. I don't think he's going to, I think Brooks might actually win. Um, yeah, it's second Brooks you see, so far hey, this week. You, but you see, all, you see, he played uh, played a practice nine today with Rory. Rory was like, "It's kind of, it's pick and choose. Some of those guys I still like, and some of them I don't." Basically, he's like DJ and Brooks are kind of like still okay with these guys a little bit. DJ, I, I, uh, one of my buddies who's a doctor, uh, when he was playing college golf at a small college, that he called it like second chance U in Mississippi for golf. Yeah. Uh, he's like, so every once in a while there would be those crossovers and he went to a, bu- a boys trip in Myrtle beach and DJ was there and he uh-huh. got to see it firsthand party late into the night and then go yeah. out and shoot 64. He's like, the guy really is just a freak at it. Yeah. Uh, again, once he kind of put it all together, both on and off the course, you know, he's unstoppable. He's one of the lo- lovable guys. It's no different than anything else in life. No, it is business. It's about how you go about your business. Yep. And, uh, you know, they haven't been, they, they, can they go. haven't been vocal. Yeah. No. You haven't I mean, heard from those guys really. No. And, and, and what are you going to do? Uh, at right. the end of the day, these guys were boys before. Okay. You went and got your bag. Yep. Can I really hate on you again? I think uh, Nick Faldo said it the best because Nicky's back this week. Is He's with sky. Is back? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's back. He's, I think he's doing, doing, uh, doing commentary for sky commentary for uh, sky. But um, he was even saying like, no, no harm, no foul, but don't get all uppity when people have opinions about yeah. you leaving. Like yeah, that's all we understand. That's all. Just don't yeah. don't get pissy. Yeah, you're that's in, the, you're in the crosshairs. You're in the crosshairs at that point. Yeah. And by the way, if I mean if they have a strong finish, if you know, if Cam Smith or Brooksy or even DJ gets up there and takes this thing home and they've got, you know, a handful of folks in the top 10, love it or hate it, it's gonna send a message of we're small but mighty. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it, there'll never be parody on that level, but I think that will catch the attention of especially all the fucking money that just floats around Tons. out there, whether it's Tons. private equity or the tech world yeah. uh, that wouldn't mind just having their logo out there kind of yeah. as a rebel brand. So, I mean, it's got legs again, just stop acting like the shine was supposed to come with you. You're a hell yeah, of a exactly. player. Just go do your thing. And a and- lot of those guys left that were on the downslope of their career anyway. So it's like they went over there to basically like it's a retirement home for some of those guys. Like they don't play good golf Pat anymore. Move. Yeah. Like it's just what they were going to do. But you guys both like you and Nate both kind of got me thinking about, you know, there's this whole phenomenon now where all we see because of the access we have to everybody's life with social media, all we see is the finished product. We watch a tournament and we watch these guys play and we're like, oh, that can't be that hard. But we don't see any of the work they've put in on the back end. And it kind of dovetails, right? Like, you know why they're not thinking about anything when they're playing? Because they put the work in. There's this book by a guy named Cal Newport called Deep Work. And it's just about you know, the concept of the book is essentially anything that you want to be a quote unquote expert in, you have to practice with uninterrupted focus for X amount of time to the point where it just becomes natural for you. And then if you're doing the other things, these guys are like obviously in shape. They're not thinking about the shots they're hitting because they don't have to think about it because A, they've hit every single shot. 
And B, they trust the process. They trust what got them there. So there's not much else they have to do. So it's everybody like misses that point. We we miss all the work because we don't see it. It's done in the background. So we don't get to well, see all that, but it's true. I'm curious for Nate, like you're balancing 17 different things at one point, yeah. right? Like you've got this company going, you've got your schoolwork and, and like, when do you, where do you practice? Like, what are you spending the most time on when you're thinking about like, oh my gosh, we're going to Ohio, we're going to Columbus next week we're going to you know west virginia like what are you thinking about like how are you prepping um as you're going out on some of these these uh competitions yeah and you know that's a good point i think it's different for every player for me you know growing up in very rural pa i never had like a golf coach or swing coach i was i was all self-taught i was very raw of a player so it's always how i played so i you know my, my practice would go I'd take some balls and go behind a tree and hit little punch shots when I was like 15 yep. or whatever. And that's still how I practice today. So like my practices right now is I'll hit, a, you know, I'll go out on a range or go out maybe a hundred yards. I'll hit a ball and then I'll try and land another ball close to it. Like that's my little thing. And for yep. me, that, that works more than just pounding on the range or, you know, doing, doing something. But in the same time on, from a mental aspect, I try and make sure I have all my ducks in a row you know, by if, if I'm leaving for Friday on a tournament, I make sure by Monday of that week, everything's done or everything is, you know, with loose ends going to be tied. So a lot of it deals with organization too. And, you know, what mental space can I put myself in? So if I would wait till the last minute to do all this stuff, email my professors, then that would also carry over my golf game too. But yeah. uh, so a lot, a lot of times I, I plan pretty well, but um. And that makes perfect sense. And and I also want to get um, a couple of of guys to look out for this weekend if, or this upcoming weekend. Uh, yeah, we you know I, I think there was some buzz last night. We talked a little bit about Kepka already. Mm-hmm. Bud mentioned uh, Tony Finau, um, and Tommy Fleetwood's been looking good on his practice rounds and on the greens lately. Anyone that you like whether it's one of those guys or someone else from the field that we should keep our eyes See, on. I have three. And obviously yeah. the, the first one is a, is a constant every year. Everyone thinks Rory and you yeah. know, you never know. You never know if he pieces it together, he could, he could do it. He wants if it. Not, he wants it bad. This year. I know. And you know, the last year, was it last year or two years ago? He just got married. He's like, was talking about having fun with golf. And all of a sudden he did terrible. So I think now he had kind of took it on the chin and now he's kind of, Got a little bit of a fire in his eye after all these guys went to live and he's starting to get back up into rankings and these tournaments. So he's like, okay, I can do this. He's the face. But, they made yeah, him the face he, of the tour. He became the face of the tour. And yeah, exactly. And when, when he was good growing up, like high school, like when he was like, what, 16 when he turned pro, mm-hmm. he was the face of golf overseas. So yeah. when, when he played his best was when he was regarded as the best. So I think, I think right now with no one, with no one out there like contesting him besides Tiger, of course, as far as his reputation on the PGA Tour, I don't know. I think that will play into his head a lot, which positive. And then, you know, another one, uh, I love JT. JT's a great dude. I'd yeah. like to see him see him go low. Um, it's funny too. because, yep, a long, a long time ago, when I was in high school, I wanted to be like a PGM student. I want to go to college to be a PGM student. And, uh, you know, me being the person I am, I would email all these PGA pros. Well, the one guy I emailed was his dad. I thought, oh, there's no chance he emails me back. And he emailed me back this big long list and he gave me his cell phone number. And, uh, you know, it, it was great. And, you know, that's I thought, awesome. yeah. That's and cool. yeah, 
yeah, Mike, Mike Thomas is a great guy, but um, obviously I didn't end up going to PGM school, but, and then my last one's Hideki. I think Hideki's been kind of, kind of been going under the radar, been kind of quiet, just typical Hideki fashion. So you never know. I like it. I like yeah, it. Those, um, it feels like, I don't know what to make of this. I've been thinking a lot about JT lately. He hasn't really won anything. He hasn't shown, I feel like he hasn't been in form for like many months now and he's too good to not figure it out at some point. So like, I, think, I like I think that in a way he's pulling a little bit of a Jordan Spieth for those, yeah. you know, you remember when Jordan Spieth just went ice cold and he pretty soon he came. Yeah. Pretty soon he came back and he was red hot. And I think JT didn't didn't fall as much as Jordan Spieth, but also I think he has a higher ceiling to, yeah. to go go low. Yeah. That's good analysis. I love it. Yeah. Um the what you mentioned about Rory like being the face, right? Like if this was the NBA, the Masters would figure out a way to make Rory be the the champion yeah. and match him up against um Kepka. Um like <laughs> but it's not. And and that's what I love about the Masters. It's like anyone can win it. I'm not anyone, but it, you know, it's it's based on what you do, not necessarily like a ref calling a foul with yeah. 4.3 seconds left. Um yeah. matter what you do. So but give me give me some of your your takes, some of the the guys that you're you're thinking of. Well, I'm thinking about Mike Thomas because Harmony Landing Golf Club, where he's the head pro in Kentucky, my brother-in-law is actually a member at that club. It, uh, they merged with Big Spring Country Club uh, right down the street. And I've got a head cover on my putter right over there, which I thought that was kind of a little funny tangential story that nobody asked for. Jordan Spieth is, is, playing, is playing well enough to win. Yep. And he knows the place and he's been close and he's won it before. So, I, I mean, it's I, I'm not going to say I throw out the the numbers here i mean go by kind of story form gut because it is you know it's one of those places where i feel like you can get away with that um but even my 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 big three ball striking putting and just avoid doubles this week i mean if you're hitting the ball good and you're rolling it and you don't f up and you don't shoot yourself in the foot you'll be there on sunday i feel like i don't think tony finau is going to break through and do it i would love him to I know. I just don't think he's going to. I agree with the, uh, the Justin Thomas assessment. I would like to see him win, and I do think that. I mean, if he can just put together even a couple of rounds, what's funny about Augusta National? Look, you look at it over the years is you can stumble for maybe a hole or two. You can't have like a gigantic number, but you can have a couple of little questionable stretches, uh, kind of a crucible you have to get through in, in the tournament. And sometimes it gets you, and sometimes you get through the other side of it. So I just don't know. John Rahm is hitting the ball well. Why not Scotty? Like, is there any reason to bet against Scotty Scheffler? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And, yeah. and the same thing about Rory, where he, you know, he's up in there with John Rahm and Scotty kind of clawing around for number one. And maybe the stars finally aligned for him. I mean, it took Phil kind of a little longer than anybody thought to get his first green jacket. So uh, I love the storylines coming into this week. I, I, I do think it'll be a known name. I don't think somebody comes out of nowhere. And again, don't sleep on Cam Smith. I know he hasn't been playing yep. great in his live uh, events, nope. but he would be, you know, he was almost there last year. He won, yep. you know, two big tournaments last year as well. And I mean, he says that he feels good. Could Jason Day get up there? I mean, this is fun. You could do anything. So, no, I have no hot takes. As a matter of fact, yep. all I got are just exactly the lukewarm kind of. Hey, 
Hey, hey, baby, there's no inside track at this place. It's beautiful. No, it's horses for courses more than any other track. There's some correlated um, events that get played, obviously, like Bay Hill, success at Bay Hill, port, usually portends to some success or the ability Port-tends. to have a little success. Yeah, that's for you, bud. So there's a little, there's parallels we can draw. I got a couple of guys I actually want to get each of your thoughts on um, that are a little bit, they're not unknowns, but they're definitely not guys that anybody is betting this week. Um, to my point a second ago, bud, give me your thoughts on our boy, Kurt. Our guy, our guy, Kurt, with the uh, with the big old quads? powerful quads. What? Um, Kurt Kitayama? He's kind of, he's, he's in form, obviously. And again, the correlation argument, he's been playing really well at these courses that sort of look a little bit like the Masters. Or Augusta, sorry. So what do you think about him? You think he's got a shot to do like, would you get him in the top 20? You think he's got a shot at like a top 20 type finish? Man, we're getting into like the twilight zone for my yeah. betting stances. But yeah. uh, no, I think I think top 20 maybe, but uh, I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't put any money on Kurt to win. Watch no. him freaking win. No. Uh, I, I mean, but I see what you're doing there with the uh, with the Bay Hill. You're uh, Nate, you're a smarter golf brain. What do you, what do you think uh, about, <laughs> about Kurt Kitayama? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Masters is a big stage, and he, whether yep. whether you guys, you know, whether everyone realizes it or not, those those guys recognize it's a big stage too. So they're yep. they're just as human as everyone else. So even Tiger's sitting there at home right now, thinking, well, he's not at home; he's at Augusta. Yep. But even you know, he's sitting there thinking, all right, Masters is Thursday, you know. So everyone that's on everyone every golfer's mind. I think a lot of minds are weaker than others, and so I don't I don't know. Yeah. I and, wish there was a way to to sort that out. Sorry, I'll tell you right the, now. This is how you. This is this is how this is how you sort it out. It's his first yeah. time. It's his first Masters, and yeah. ha- haven't had a first time winner since '79 with Fuzzy, and then before mm-hmm. that, of course, Wharton Smith. He won the first one, but nobody ever talks about that because it was the first yeah. one. So yeah. no, he's not going to win this week. No. Um, there, case closed. Yeah, but top twenty maybe. I mean, because he is if he he is trending, he's playing good. He played. Yeah. If, I think if he hits a couple good shots, maybe stay in the mix. Uh, Friday, yeah, might get that confidence. Like, okay, I, I belong here, and he might make his way into, might make his way into Saturday. There's always a few guys who sneak their way into a final like four or five pairing on Sunday. Yeah, that yeah, you know they don't they don't show up on the coverage, but you see him playing with the other guy who's playing exactly. really well. Yeah. And he, he feels like it. I think um, Chris Kirk feels like a guy that has that same level of potential this week. Uh, honestly, he's in form as well. But but I saw you shake your head there. Um, yeah, he's played I, well at some of these courses too. And I feel like he's kind of like dude's built for this track. So I wonder if he's a good top 20, top 30 type bet as well. I like it because like you said, he's in form. He's got a recent win under his belt and mm-hmm. uh, let's hold on. Let's find out. Is this Chris Kirk's first masters? No, uh, he's, no he's, been, he's played three. He's been there three. There um, we go. So let's throw that one out. Yeah, and, but a long time ago, because obviously he took a bunch of time off to sort out uh, some of those issues that he was having. Right. And he's a Georgia guy. So odds are mm-hmm. he got some team trips down to Augusta national. That's been going on for many, many years where they, mm-hmm. you know, they have the inside track, they invite the teams down and stuff like that. Georgia tech usually gets a call, Georgia Southern, all the yeah. big schools, uh, you know, Augusta state obviously is right down the street. So yeah. they, they, they like to wine and dine those fellas. Yep. Who's um? I don't know why that matters. Maybe strokes gain home life. Maybe hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Just... So maybe you know, familiar, the, you know familiar, the drive in. We talked about it yesterday. I think I can't remember exactly who it was. I think it was Sahith. He said he's played eight practice rounds there in the last. Oh, who was it? Somebody played eight practice rounds there in the last two months. I would have. Yeah. Somebody. So like that familiarity has to help, right? That can't hurt anybody. What about um? 
Let me get both of your takes. Nate, you go first since this is right in your wheelhouse. Who's your who's your pick for top amateur this week? I don't know. Because That's deep. Yeah, I, I I like the kid from Vanderbilt. Yeah, that was me my too. pick. Yeah. But, uh, the Sarge. The Sarge. Yeah. 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 But who he, you never know because you know, for back way back when when Doug Gim played for Oregon, I thought, oh, Doug Gim's got this in the bag. Pretty soon he, you know, he did he end up winning that? I can't remember Doug Gim won or not, but he was in the lead after like. Bud, you're our guy there. Go into the encyclopedia, dig deep into the folds. I don't, I don't think he did. I think he did had a bad day Sunday, but yeah, I don't know. It's always an amateur. Maybe you don't expect the win, but no, it's never. It's Doug Gim tied 296 tied for 50th in 2018. Yeah. He was a low amateur. Oh, okay. Then maybe he did. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, imagine Nate, you get a call and say, and someone's like, hey, we want, you know, we need a college student. Oh, um, yeah. They, they're 50 million. <laughs> you go to Augusta. And then Sunday night, you're flying back to campus. What are you doing on campus Sunday night? Oh, gone to bed and getting up for stats on Monday morning. I got to. Hey, stats is intense. Getting <laughs> We believe it. <laughs> but that's but, a good. That's a good question there because Sergeant the uh, the Sarge Gordon Sergeant is on a kind of special invitation. First one since two thousand, yeah. and it. But it begs the question: Are they trying to set a precedent? Because he's you know he won NCAA as a freshman, and then maybe that's why that's kind of what they're saying is maybe let's test this out. If he if he does well, and maybe then we'll just continue inviting the NCAA individual champ as one of those invitations. Could also be a ploy, not a ploy, a ploy. It's all a ploy. It's all a ploy. Uh, oh, definitely a ploy to to say wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, amateur golfers, stick with your stick with your D one career, yeah. and here's another little cherry for you to chase. Don't go over to live. Don't you know go chase your oh, falls. I, I completely agree. I think it's a marketing tactic by the by the. Yep. I, yeah, I yep. really do because you think right now there's so much buzz around the live tour with people who don't even play golf. And then you go to a place like Vanderbilt and, you know, there's a lot of kids there who don't play golf and they see someone they have class with going to play at the masters. All of a sudden everyone tunes in and all, yeah. you know, all of a sudden I, I completely agree. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, th- I think it's a good move. I think it's a very sure. good move, but it's, I think it's it done for the, it's done for the right reason. It's going to benefit yeah. good. You know, it, what it, what it is, it's, it's the, it's the tour and it's partners looking around going, Okay. We got we got to make some business decisions. We got to you know we got to. I mean, it's always the next evolution. It's same reason they expanded into like the Latin American you know market and the you know Asia Pacific market. It's not. I mean, it's the end of the day. It's just a freaking business. It's just fun game to play. Got to grow the game. They have to grow the game. They're they're tasked with that. So makes sense. Go fireballs. Before we wrap up, speaking of business, Nate, uh, where can we get your gear? Where can everyone find you? Um, Yes, tell the world. Yeah, so actually, I just want to make a quick announcement before I tell everyone. So tomorrow, I'm launching a giveaway. So I'm going to be giving away a polo and a hat. So just be tuned in. I'm partnering with the guy. His name is Patrick Bonds. Uh, but we'll roll that out tomorrow. So, you know, One Night in Pinehurst, heard it first. So Love it. But, Love yeah, that. so you, you can find me on Instagram. It's uh, My handle is at acorn.hills. And you can find me online at www.acornhillsco.com. So really appreciate it. And I appreciate it if everyone tuned great. in. Yep. Hey, I appreciate it. Appreciate everyone tuned in uh, to the Weather Channel on April 12th at 
8.40 a.m. So I'm going to go on the Weather Channel and then go to stats class. So. I love it, man. You're yeah, hustling. Baby. That's the way to do it. Hey, there's no substitute for that <laughs> hard work. Stats again with the stats. Oh, I'm telling you, stats I'm stats Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's is this deal. like heavy-duty stats or is this like stats for teachers? No, like, just, I took stats just, for social science research, which uh, is like yeah, stats it's, light. It's, yeah, it's this just is a, how you use the software? Yeah, it's just a regular stats class. The bad part about it is it's at 9 a.m. Yeah, that's tough. You know, it's one of, those, one of those professors that doesn't doesn't do a lot of grades, so you don't do going on one assignment. But I, 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 you know, rest assured, I'm I'm passing the class with flat colors. It's not a problem. But honestly, man, you learn, you get a good handle on on data sets and large models, and you figure standard out standard deviations, understand man, the yeah. n. You're running regression models. There's always going to be a place He's for you, man, if you're manipulating Matt, data. Matt, you work you work with analytics, right? I do a little bit, yeah. So I work yeah, for a stack I, I work for a data company, um, okay. and so I live in that world to a degree. And I and I end up regularly having to do some stuff that's way outside my wheelhouse, like yeah. running SQL queries and Snowflake. Yeah, so, from, well, so it's hard. It's hard. The only the only reason I say this is because in the summertime I'll do marketing analytics back home. Okay. okay. And uh, I was I think I was either telling Mike or Bud this or something, but I got. Somehow I got my way into it. I got certified in Salesforce Tableau. Yeah. And uh, oh man, that is intense. That Dude, is it's way fun. Beyond. If you, if you, so if you, it's like anything, right? There's that whole concept of you'll learn something more. You're more likely to learn something if it's somehow relatable to something that you already love. So yeah. you want to learn about stats, you learn it through the vein of sports because you love sports and it just sticks. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. Like I don't, I'm learning how to manipulate the data, but if it's related to something I care about like this, like I'll, we, Bud and I talked about it. We'll pour through fantasy national data on courses and strokes gain, T to green, et cetera. And you know, it, if you follow the data, it's going to give you a pretty good guide towards oh, yeah. the outcome. So yeah. yeah, man, it's fun. It's, it's hard, but it's a lot of fun to sort of collect and then manipulate and then tell a story with the data, which is cool. Yeah. So it's awesome that you're doing that. Oh, um, but where yeah. can our listeners, they already know where to find you. Let um, them know again, but, bud. But you could give another plug for- I'm actually, for, this uh, is a this is great. This has been a great warm up because in about 20 minutes, I'm going to go on with divots and pivots for uh, every, every Tuesday, 8 p.m. divots and pivots. Just Google it. You will find it. Or you can find mm-hmm. me on Instagram, mostly at this buds for you. That's four with an E. I don't want to get sued by Anheuser-Busch yet. <laughs> I mean, I could use yeah. that publicity. Yeah, uh, right. That that's kind of a might fun as well post up there. As long as it doesn't say cease and desist, because those lawyers are scary. <laughs> but um, this buds for you and divots and pivots every Tuesday, eight PM, Fantasy Sports Corporation on YouTube. So this has been a phenomenal little thing and fun story. Fun story coming out of Augusta National Women's Amateur. They had their first. So if, re- rewind a little bit. Do y'all know who Jeff Knox is? No, no, no. This is beautiful. All right. So, I don't know anything. Learn us. Learn us. Learn us. So, last year, uh, last year, there was a gentleman named Michael McDermott who took over for this role. But before that, for like a couple of decades, this guy named Jeff Knox, who's who's an Augusta National member uh, and he lives in Augusta, he would serve as a marker if there was ever an odd number of people to make the cut. Uh, Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was going to ask that. Yeah. That, that, so, so he, he just, he didn't disappear. I mean, he was like 68 or something like that at this point. And somebody did, cause he was not allowed to talk about anything. He, so he wasn't allowed to keep, you know, he kept his score and everything like that, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it, brag about it, but people like looked at it and he's like six, eight and one against like his head to head competition. When he would go out there, he shot like 65, a bunch and all that kind of shit. So he moved aside. Well, Augusta National Women's Amateur, which is in their third or fourth year, I think third year, 
they this year for the first time because last year was cutthroat you know they was top 30 after playing two rounds at the champions club or champions retreat nearby they would play their first and second round and then they move over the low 30 would go to augusta national for the final round everybody got to play the practice round on friday which is a nice treat for qualifying or being invited anyway um but they finally instituted instead of just top 30, you know, with a playoff, that was just th- top 30 in ties. And so a young lady named Taya Buxton from nearby Payne College, and y'all might know Payne College from the so- from the educational software world, but it's an HBCU that just announced mm-hmm. its Lee Elder yeah. scholarship, Lee Elder, you know, first black, black man to play in uh, the Masters honorary starter and then he passed away so taya buxton that's that's your name for the weekend no she's not playing but she was the jeff knox for the augusta national women's amateur from Payne college and they started a nice little tradition there where i think moving forward they're going to invite a member of the ladies team to serve as that marker back to you in the studio you know who jeff knox that that's so jeff knox reminds me of kramer from the episode where he's the seat filler in scarsdale surprise when he wins a tony (laughs) that's basically jeff knox kramer and jeff knox are the same guy they're yes, essentially identical. Oh, it's the same guy. That's exactly how. Fun, that's but. exactly how. Like if people aren't golf people. That's how I'm gonna. I mean, you play golf? No. You watch. So you got to. I got to right, pull so in another couple gotta, listeners. Now we're maybe in the fifties. Every little bit, brick by brick here. All right. <laughs> I got to relate to the masses. Well, everyone, thank you. Um, follow Bud. This Bud's for you. Go find eight Acorn Hills um, on Instagram. Some the giveaway uh tomorrow and then April 12th on the Weather Channel, 840, correct? 840 a.m. Yep, yep. 840 a.m. Yep. April 12th on the weather channel. Everyone tune in. Um, this has been a thrill. Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks for enjoy boys. uh the rest of your week. And I hope you're tuning in and I hope Jim Nance gives you a nice little nap on Sunday. Let's afternoon. have a week with Jim. Let's have a week yep. with Jim. Well, hey thanks, guys, everyone. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Thank you.